You're listening to Strictly Business Podcast with Lindsay Williams. Every Tuesday, I speak to Ian Cruikshanks. Ian is the Chief Economist at the Centre for Risk Analysis at the South African Institute for Race Relations. Ian, we haven't spoken, I don't think, since the State of the Nation Address, and we don't want to go over it too much because I've had several interviews on the subject. What I really want to look forward to is the sort of foundation that the State of the Nation Address has laid for the budget on February the 26th, the much eagerly anticipated budget delivered by Tito Mboweni. Any treats from Tito coming up? I think it'll be quite the reverse, in fact. Uh, I, I believe that he has uh, he's, he's got uh, an accountant's outlook rather than a politician's outlook. And so don't expect any treats from him at all, uh, but do expect that he's going to have to show some sources of revenue and we're going to find them very, very uncomfortable. I've no doubt that uh, you know we're going to see that uh, he's, he's got to look for sources of revenue. What's he going to look at? Where is the money? Well, in pension funds, in life assurance, in the, in the national savings, he's going to come for those, and I have no doubt at all that that's where they're going to take it from. And uh, that's going to make it even less likely that we can move towards being a growth-oriented economy. Growth-oriented, hey, we, we're, we're negative growth. We're in a shrinking economy. And I think it's about time that we, we, we admitted that. Stop talking about what rate of growth are you expecting. We're not going to get any growth. I mean, even Moody's. Uh, who gave us a, a clear passage regarding investment uh, ratings, uh, have said we're going to have a growth rate of 0.7. Well, I don't think we're going to get, get that sort of number. They admitted there was some downside risk. Uh, you know, this, this is the state of your saying then, and so what treats do we get from Tito? There's no money, and that is the crux of the matter. What about VAT? Do you think VAT will go up? That's an obvious and easy target for him. And it's, it's sort of inelastic demand. It's not like Japan where the consumption tax goes up from 8% to 10% and people stop spending because of the, uh, of the way that the Japanese psyche works. In South Africa, we'll just keep yeah. on. And you, that'll be 1%, 2%, whatever it is, that will go into the national coffers and maybe that will help. How do you like that idea? Uh, I, I think it's possible. Uh, and, and so the reaction normally is, oh, but what will the electorate say about that? Government doesn't give a fig for the electorate. They don't care. It's lived for the day, and that's what counts. And that's why I think, I regrettably think, that it's a possibility. Fair enough. Now let's have a look at something that's on the front page of the online edition of the Business Day. And it's on there at the moment. It says, Sovereign Risk Puts Pressure on Repo Rate, uh, Reserve Bank Warns. So what they're saying is, well, we've given you a, we've given you a couple of cuts. Uh, now, we're going to, now we're going to have to raise the rate. I mean, that's the inference here from the headline. It says, SA has serious growth challenges, but lower inflation and the improved credibility of policy has helped limit the risk of stag Inflation. I don't understand that whole that that whole piece. Actually, there seem to be contradictions there, unless I'm reading it wrongly. I don't think so. Uh, I, I think that there are contradictions, and it just goes to exemplify the state of government at the moment. They're busy chasing their tail. They don't know which way is up or down, and uh, they are certainly not making any progress towards efficient and uh, responsible management of the economy. That's why I say don't expect any treats from Tito. You're not going to see it. Uh, I really believe that uh, they're going to take the extreme move of attacking pensions and property rights. And uh, that's just going to see us move further away from being an attractive investment destination. It'll just confirm the fact we're a strongly socialist state 
uh, with, with little or no respect for individual human rights. Sorry to say that. No, I'm not sorry to say that. It's about time we admitted that that is the case at the moment. It's going to be a very interesting budget, as I say, on the 26th, delivered by Tito and Bowenny. Then after that, we've got, of course, March 27th, which is the Moody's pronouncement on our rating. And the fact that they've downgraded us from a 1% growth country to a 0.7% growth country, uh, many people are saying, well, that's just a precursor, that's just warning us that uh, they are having a look very closely at our current situation, and they may downgrade us. Other people are saying, well, it's just in line, and it is in line. But do you think 0.7% is too much, don't you? I think there's a serious risk that it can be a negative number. Just look at, for instance, have you looked at motor vehicle sales? You know, just look at the, 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 the outcome of, uh, of the Christmas sales season in our retail sector. Hey, it no, doesn't make really pretty reading. And, you know, looking at that, you say spending is not happening because people don't have the money to spend. And this is the crux of the matter. And if that is so, we really are moving, I think, into to talk about negative growth. It's shrinkage, and that's really what counts. And I think that uh, it could go on for regrettably longer than mostly anticipated, and we've got to get used to this as the new living condition. Ian, anything else you're seeing? When you, we've had quite a lot of results out. and This week was, of course, peppered with Anglo-American, has been peppered with Anglo-American PLC, its divisions coming out with their numbers, which have been excellent. Look at Cumber Iron All today. Look yes. at Anglo-American Platinum yesterday. Look at the dividends that are going to be delivered to the parent company. This is a good news story for a change. Yes, yes. And it says so. So Anglo is pulling out a lot of South African investments. Why? Uh, they're looking a long term ahead and say, you know, the uh, the environment isn't isn't uh, sustainable for sound business management principles, and that is it. I was surprised to see the CEO of Anglo Platinum had, uh, had had resigned, retired early. They say. I wonder if there's a story behind that. Maybe he's just he's been working heck of a hard at it and says, sweat it all I can out of it, and that's that, that, that's it. I'll retire at the top. Yes, I think a very good idea as well. Uh, whether it's the top or whether it's close to the top, I don't know. But he's certainly done very well for that company, going from Kumba to Anglo-American Platinum and uh, just getting out. And I promise you, if I looked at his salary and his, the bonuses he's, he's received and the bonus he's going to receive for a good performance by the company, I'd also get out to pursue other opportunities. And I'll tell you what opportunity I'd pursue, Ian, that would be doing nothing. Yes. Yes, take a break from all of the exactly. petty infighting. Precisely. What else have you been seeing since we uh, since we last spoke? Uh, any inflows, any outflows, any stories, any presentations you've been to? I was surprised to see the uh, the operating losses, uh, the impairments that have been marked against impact. I, said, I just don't know how they've been able. They've had massive impairments they've had to, to draw up. And I think, uh, well, how is it that this company seems to have gone so far wrong? in such a short space of time. Uh, it's, a, it's a bit worrying. Uh, maybe it's not just the environment. It means the business model here was at risk, and, and I thought it was doing quite well. There'd been some sort of uh, wrong directions uh, being led astray there. Yeah, that was a surprising one. Uh, I must say, there's been, there's been mixed results this week. There's been and mixed trading statements as well. A couple of good ones, a couple of bad ones, uh, but also a, a few companies that, that seem to be going to the wall, notably EOH and Ascendis. I don't know if you ever watched those ones, but it's, this has been like a, not actually a slow train wreck. It's been, it's, it's been quite a quick one. This, these, both of these companies have come off the rails dramatically. And, and doesn't, that, doesn't that say to you, this confirms the state of the economy in many circumstances, many situations. It's just got more 
and the company management can sustain and the company management can, can hold for and uh, and we're going to see more of these crashes corporate crashes uh, corporate results crashes uh, in, in in the near term in the next year and I, I think this is going to be a heck of a tough year to negotiate and we better be ready for it you know speaking to some of the uh, some of the, 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 the corporate management when we go to uh, to, to investment uh, presentations, they they keep on saying, "Oh well, yes. What do we see as uh, as a margin on our business? We're lucky to make two percent gross." Now you know you try to run a company where you've got a gross operating margin of two percent, and you're in manufacturing. Jeez, that, that, that's that doesn't leave too much over for, you, for to pay your shareholders and yourselves. Ian Cruikshanks, thank you very much. This is, this is the problem with the environment yes. that we're entering, and we should really take this into account. It's a tough operating environment, and uh, and, and could well stay that way. Ian, uh, just one thing on the RAND. The RAND is 15 at the moment. What is your call on the RAND, given the two events that we spoke about earlier on and given the continuing uh, malaise in the South African economy? Would you say we'd be, let's call it 15 at the moment, do you think it'll be 14 or 16 next? <laughs> I don't think 14. I, I always believe we must look for proper justification. The RAND has moved probably where it ought to be, considering the plethora of bad results and, uh, and, and difficult condition, trading conditions that we see for it at the moment. Uh, so I think it's probably about correct placed, correct around the, the, placed around the correct level. Um, but I think that there is room for 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 change on the downside rather than the upside and drive the the corporate view that I have says it backs that outlook. Ian Cruikshanks, thank you. I would say 16 rand before 14 rand. Okay, there we go. There's the answer. 16 before 14, says Ian Cruikshanks, but we won't hold you to that. Maybe I should have been fairer, 1450 or 1550. But anyway, I get the picture. Ian Cruikshanks is the Chief Economist at the Centre for Risk Analysis at the South African Institute for Race Relations. The views and opinions expressed in these podcasts are those of Lindsay Williams and various contributors and do not reflect the policy, position or opinion of any other agency, organization, employer or company associated with strictlybusinesspodcast.com. Assumptions made on the analyses are not reflective of the position of any other entity other than the speaker or the author. And since we are critically thinking human beings, these views are always subject to change, revision and rethinking at any time. Please do not hold us to them in perpetuity.